0: Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio.
2: And hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on the Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction. And today, post-abortion healing. And yes, uh, healing from abortion is possible. Now, maybe you uh, think uh, that might not be true, but we're here today to let everyone know that healing from the wounds of abortion is possible. The reality is that virtually all of us, maybe directly or indirectly, have been impacted by the scourge of abortion. And in this uh, month of October, devoted to the Blessed Virgin Mary, she can play an important part in the healing process. We're going to talk about that today, here to help us on the journey our spiritual director back with us once again father ben cameron father ben is a priest with the fathers of mercy and now stationed in the archdiocese of louisville where he is pastor of saint helen's catholic church and our lady of the caves catholic church father ben cameron welcome back to the program always great to have you with us uh, good to have you back today thanks chuck good to be back with you guys Yeah, and, you know, we talk about this, and uh, I I hope it's not too often, but I hope it's often enough, because uh, the scourge of abortion is, it's all around us, Uh, it continues, certainly, but we've all been impacted, maybe, as I said, directly or indirectly, and so uh, that's why uh, we want to talk about this again today. As we do every day, we'll open up our phone lines, inviting um, you to join us uh, in our listening audience today as well. We'll do that here in just a second. But, uh, Father Ben Cameron, get us started. We talk about post abortion Abortion healing, Can you just kind of give us an overview how the wounds of abortion touch so many of us in our society today?
1: Well, when we consider how many abortions um, have taken place in America and similar um, percentages of the population and in most of the Western world, um, when there's been 60 million abortions, there's, you know, there's 20, 30 million at least, different wounded women, counting that there's some who've had multiple abortions. And, and there's 20 or 30 million wounded men, wounded directly, of mothers, fathers of those children, who um, have that deep down, that sense of loss and that there's something missing, there's someone missing, a relationship missing, and sometimes actually more than one if the person realizes that, The child that they would have had um, by now would have had their own children, you know. So there's that sense of loss of a child, grandchildren. Um, And then there's so many other people who participated um, maybe by pressuring uh, them to have an abortion, encouraging it, uh, driving them to a clinic, um, or just being a family member who um, felt like they couldn't do anything to stop it. Um, and then also those people realizing that there's a loss. There's a lost relationship. There's somebody missing who should be there. Um, and then there's people who are friends of those who are are wounded by seeing and experiencing the woundedness of somebody that they care about, or maybe they they had thought they could have stopped an abortion and, and failed to do so. So when you start multiplying that out, it's a tremendously high percentage of our population that's actually been affected, and that—that's why you talked about the indirect wounds, because mm-hmm. all of us, we—we we really think about it. We're all been affected, whether we know it or
2: not. Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director, talking about post-abortion healing today. Let's open up our phone lines. Toll-free phone number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Our email address, innerlife@relevantradio.com. Uh, and let me mention, too, Father Ben, uh, when he comes onto the program, he has uh, so much experience in healing ministry. Uh, ministries, Rachel's Vineyard, uh, which is a post-abortion healing, Grief to Grace, which is healing from sexual abu- abuse. So When Father Ben joins us on the program, we do like to talk about healing and certainly from the wounds of abortion. But if you'd like to join us, so we invite you to do that again. Toll free phone number 888-914-9149. What's been your experience of being healed from an abortion? And when have you discovered that, yes, you can be healed and maybe Mary helped you in your healing journey? And there are some days when I want to make the point and I'm going to make it again today. Someone listening today needs to hear your story. So we invite you to join us on the program again, toll-free number 888-914-9149. So, Father Ben, and I think, uh, I I know I ask this all the time when you're on the program, but uh, let me ask it again just to kind of get it up front. Is healing possible from abortion?
1: Our Lord Jesus is the divine physician, and there is not a single wound, a single illness, a single anything that he cannot heal and doesn't want to heal. I mean, when we go through the gospel, our Lord healed people of tremendously different types of diseases and woundedness. Um, And he certainly can heal uh, wounds that like abortion. Um, And some, some people might be saying, well, this is a wound that was inflicted on me. It wasn't really my choice. He can heal that. Other people might say, you know, this is self-inflicted, I, I did it, I was selfish, um, he can heal that too. Um, there's absolutely nothing you can't heal. And I believe not only does he, w- can he, but he wants to, because he he tells us that we're to love God with our whole heart, mind, and soul. And he's going, he wants to remove anything that might hold us back from, obeying that commandment that He gave us of, of that total love of God. And so um, if abortion is what's holding us back in that sense that we're afraid of, um, of what we've done and we're afraid of how it has affected our relationship with God, um, the Lord wants to heal that. He wants to heal that so that we can give our whole hearts to Him and, and love Him with every fiber of our being.
2: Yeah, I'm going to ask you to emphasize that again because no doubt somebody's listening today and saying, "There's no way, there's no way, that I could be healed from uh, this wound uh, of of an abortion." But it's just not true, is it?
1: No, it isn't. And and I've been doing uh, Rachel's Vineyard retreats for healing of abortion uh, wounds for over 15 years and I've experienced and seen so many times when our Lord has brought tremendous healing, you know, and the, the more open a person is uh, for healing, the more that they totally open their heart and soul to God, the more that he can bring uh, the healing. If, whenever there's a lack, it's because, because we're not opening ourselves up. Um, and I, this is not my, just my experience. Um, Rachel's Vineyard does retreats in, I think, uh, something like 80 countries now and 700 locations and 35 languages. And in this ministry, we see healing all the time. God can heal these very, very deep wounds, but He can bring healing. He can bring us back to a a place sometimes better than we ever Hmm. can remember being at before. He's actually that um, powerful in His healing that he can make us better than we were before we were wounded.
2: Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director, talking about post-abortion healing and uh, your experience of being healed from an abortion. And uh, we're going to talk about uh, our mother, Mary, and maybe Mary helped you in your healing journey. We'd love to hear the story. And if you'd like to join us, toll-free number, 888-914-9149. So, um, Father Ben, when we talk about post-abortion healing, I think uh, we we just naturally gravitate to the women who have been hurt and wounded uh, by the abortion experience. Can you talk a little bit about the men? Because I think sometimes, um, at least my experience in in doing uh, programs and stories on post-abortion healing, men kind of get pushed aside, that they're not part of this issue, and, uh, and, and men don't need healing. But that's not the case, is it? No.
1: Um, politically, men get shoved aside all the time, you know, especially by the... Uh, pro-abortion or so-called pro-choice side of things. Um, But men are involved in the um, pregnancy. Um, Men are involved um, in the, um, should be involved in raising of a child. And um, men regret lost fatherhood. Men regret that uh, ability, that, that chance to um, to raise a child to support a child to help teach inform, and form um, and take care of a child um, that's men have a, a, an essential role uh, both in conception and in child rearing and there's this this dev- there's a real devastation to a man's sense of of being a man when he did not protect his own child when he did not protect the woman that he loves and a lot of the men that I've talked to or heard from um that's that's the thing is like I should have protected her I should have protected my child I should have protected this woman that I loved and I didn't and and some of them you know they know that not only did they fail to protect but they actually forced the the woman into it or pressured her into it and so there's a deeper sense of um of the betrayal of their own fatherhood, in their own uh, role as a protector. And so there's a very serious wound. There's a lady I know who does uh, Rachel's Vineyard Retreats in uh, prisons in one state in our country, and uh, men's prisons. And um, uh, she said something, the fact that it's a huge percentage of the population of men who are in prison who are Um, post-abortive. That wound really throws a lot of men into a a tailspin um, and leads them into um, just a a really bad frame of mind where they end up in prison. Uh, Doesn't mean all, obviously, uh, probably not even the majority, but a high percentage of those in prison are wounded by abortion. And I I would bet the same is true on, on the women's side of things. But uh, but yeah, men are, are very very damaged,
2: and men really can be healed of that as well. Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director, and uh, as we talk about post-abortion healing, let's bring our lady into the conversation. Uh, Father Ben, how can how can Mary help those wounded by abortion? How can she help in the healing process? I think the the main thing is to realize
1: that. Um, there's grief and and loss. And in abortion, there's a grief, um, a a loss of a child uh, and a grief that is denied. Um, Society says uh, you shouldn't feel sorry. You shouldn't feel grief. Um, You know, it was your own choice. Get over it. Move on. And grief needs to be Grief needs to be faced, it needs to be um, ex- accepted, it needs, there's a process of grieving, and people are denied that. Well, the Blessed Mother, uh, especially under the, the form of Our, Our Lady of Sorrows, and under that title, she really understands grief. In fact, I think she understands grief more than any of us do, because here she was the mother of the incarnate Son of God, and she knew from a very early age that she was going to, um, um, that she was going to be suffering, um, from, from loss, from the fact that he was, that her son was going to be, um, to, to, to suffer and die. Uh, we heard that in the presentation, you know, a sword of sorrow will pierce your heart. Um, and then of course at the foot of the cross, you know, Mary, Mary watching the passion watching what her son went through seeing him scourged seeing him crowned with thorns seeing him carrying the cross watching him be nailed to the cross watching him die as an innocent as the most innocent the most perfectly innocent there ever was um so she she truly understands the grief and the loss um more than we can imagine and so when we are when we are suffering that grief and we're beginning to admit that that grief is there, who better to go to as our companion in that grief, to walk uh, us with, with us in that grief, than our Blessed Mother as Our Lady of Sorrows or, or Mary at the foot of the cross.
2: And then just imagining that, uh, praying about that, just go ahead and uh, imagine that Mary uh, is walking with someone, whether it's that post-abortive woman or post-abortive man, that uh, she's on the journey, she's in it, and she is with them in this.
1: Yeah. uh, I mean, you can just put yourself in a a, a kind of quiet meditation and and just... um, Imagine Mary holding the body of her deceased son and a person who has suffered the loss of a child, loss of someone that they dearly love, um, knows the kind of grief that they have when, they, when they're when they holding that person who died or they're, when they're standing there um, by the casket and grieving. Um, we can imagine Mary's there with us, and she really is, because she is the mother of Of all the faithful, she is the mother of all the baptized, um, in a a particular way, and she's potentially the mother of every single human being, because we're all called to baptism, we're all called to enter into Christ.
2: Um,
1: So, you know, we can meditate on the fact that she understands and she's with me in this, and I think we can meditate on her suffering and her pain and her grief, and and begin to join our grief our pain our suffering to her to her maternal heart to her heart that suffered so much and that can we can begin to realize i'm not alone and that that you know mary is is here with me she's going to help me get through this um and so taking that to meditation taking that before our lord in the blessed sacrament and and sitting quietly with uh,
2: with Mary and the Passion, I think can be a very powerful thing yeah. in our healing. We are talking today about post-abortion healing and what has been your experience of being healed? When have you uh, discovered that, yes, you can be healed from an abortion? And maybe Mary has helped you in your healing journey. We'd love to hear that story. Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director, if you'd like to join us, toll free phone number 888 914 Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible.
1: Luke chapter 10, verses 38 through 42. Jesus entered a village where a woman whose name was Martha welcomed him. She had a sister named Mary who sat beside the Lord at his feet listening to him speak. Martha, burdened with much serving, came to him and said, Lord, Do you not care that my sister has left me by myself to do the serving? Tell her to help me. The Lord said to her in reply, Martha, Martha, you are anxious and worried about many things. There is need of only one thing. Mary has chosen the better part, and it will not be taken from her.
2: You can find all the daily readings at RelevantRadio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app.
0: If you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help call now one 914 9149 that's one 914 9149 this is the inner life on relevant radio
2: Thanks for joining us, everyone. Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz, uh, Jim Shaper answering your phone calls, and Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director. Father Ben, a priest with the Fathers of Mercy and now stationed in the Archdiocese of Louisville, where he is pastor of St. Helen's Catholic Church and Our Lady of the Caves Catholic Church, um, talking about post-abortion healing on the program today. Father Ben, by the way, has extensive experience in these healing ministries, uh, Rachel's Vineyard, uh, post-abortion healing, and also Grief to Grace, and we'll give you more information on that. Grief to Grace is uh, healing uh, from sexual abuse. And again, we'll give you websites and uh, resource information a little bit later in the program. But phone lines are open if you'd like to join us as we talk about post-abortion healing, your experience of being healed from an abortion. And uh, when did you you discover that, yes, you can be healed? And as we talk about uh, Mary and include her in the discussion in this uh, month of October, this month devoted to Our Lady, how is Mary? Helped you in your healing journey again. Toll free if you'd like to join us, 888 914 9149. A real quick programming note we want to invite you to join with Catholics across the country tomorrow, October 7th. This is the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary, 2 pre. 2 p.m. Central as we pray a Rosary for America. This moment of uh, unified prayer for America has been called for by uh, the U.S. bishops at this time when there is so much um, unrest and uncertainty in our country. Archbishop Jose Gomez, president of the U.S. Conference of Catholic Bishops, along with other bishops, priests and Catholics across the country, will be praying a virtual rosary. And we hope you can tune in and pray with us, uh, seeking healing and unity for our nation and ask Our Lady on her feast day to pray for us and help lead us to Jesus. You can be part of this uh, Rosary for America again tomorrow, 2 p.m. Central, and you can listen... On your uh, relevant radio, the s- local station, you, you can watch online at relevantradio.com or through the relevant radio app. And again, tomorrow, 2 p.m. Century, Central, the Rosie for America, all across our relevant radio platforms. All right. Father Ben Cameron, uh, lots of phone calls for you. So let's get started uh, as we talk about post-abortion healing. Christine, listening in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Thank you for the call. Thank you for waiting and welcome.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. All right, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so, um, wow, it, it was a, quite, a, quite a road to any kind of healing over abortion. When I was 17 years old, just at the start of my senior year of high school, I found out I was pregnant with my then-boyfriend, and um, it was just laboring under a lot of ignorance. I thought that this was just a clump of cells, that this was I was a very spiritual but not religious New Age type at the time, so I thought that this was kind of a mercy killing in a way, that I would be uh, sparing this life from having to deal with the sufferings of this world and stay spir- in the spirit realm, which was uh, infinitely better than here. I thought that I wouldn't be able to graduate high school or have the life I should be having or was expected to have. I was ashamed. And so I made the, the choice when I came to it to, um, to have the abortion. Uh, actually, probably around this time of year, um, way way back when, when I was in high school, almost 20 years ago. And um, I, I wound up overcompensating with grief and going into drugs and alcohol and promiscuity. Um, and it wasn't until years later that I had another unplanned pregnancy with my now husband um, when I was in my mid 20s. And I was terrified that he would tell me he wanted me to have an abortion instead. He said that babies are always a blessing, and of course, he wanted us to keep them. Who well, actually just turned seven this past week? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I guess I'm still emotional about all this stuff. Um, and uh, along the way, though, I was still—I was still uh, at that point—I had become an atheist, and I was struggling with the fact that I loved my child so much, but then realizing that um, my my views about abortion and being very pro-choice that it was just up to the woman to decide what was best for her these things didn't jive with this kind of love that i was now feeling for my child and um slowly over time by the time my third child third child was born i had converted to catholicism and uh, was baptized at an easter vigil just a couple of years ago in 2018 but i still struggled i felt immense guilt now knowing that It isn't just a clump of cells that you become pregnant with. It doesn't magically become a a human child in the birth canal and and that we each have infinite worth and value. And so I really struggled with the guilt of what I'd done. You know, before it was just, well, just what had to be done. You know, it was just a clump of cells. It was best for me and my future. And now I realize that this is a human being and it has a soul and God created this this being. And so I, I felt immense guilt over what I had done in the past. And my husband tried to help. He's like, well, you know, if you had had that baby, you wouldn't have these babies. So I was like, that doesn't, that's thats true, but it's, I still feel awful. And so even though I knew that my sins were forgiven when I was baptized, finally, uh, in 2018, I still held so, so much guilt. And so I waited until I went to the, I was going to confession regularly, and I waited until a very holy priest and one that I, So a a great connection to and had been so helpful during my RCIA process. I waited until he was there in the confessional, and I confessed to him, and I was so nervous, so nervous about telling anybody about this outside of, you know, because only a a handful of people at that point had known about it, you know, so many years ago. Um, And he was so loving and showed me how merciful and loving God is. And I knew at that point that I had been forgiven, and um, and God can write straight with crooked lines. And I, I I know sometimes I still feel guilty for what I've done, but I know that I've confessed it, and I know based on just the immense love that I felt and forgiveness that I felt in the confessional that day, that there's nothing left. It's If anything, it's just the devil trying to remind me of my past. But I know that God now has a beautiful hope from, I mean, you know, plan for my future. And I am now blessed with four children. And I, I now I speak out a lot for the pro-life choice because I know that um, the pro-life movement, because I know that there are a lot of women who speak out that talk about how they chose life in a difficult situation, but maybe not as many who chose death and have come to know that they made the wrong choice. And so I, I do as much as I can now. Um, I have a, a Catholic podcast and a blog, and, um, and, and my friend actually knows my story. So she, she texted me and said that uh, you all were taking stories about this today. And so I try to share this as much as possible. And I also encourage women to, um, to go to confession and, and have a, a good holy priest that they feel comfortable in, in sharing these feelings with and, and just always knowing that God always loves you no matter what.
1: Thank you, Christine, for sharing that. Um, it is it is uh, powerful how much uh, um, God can work in the confessional, and and of course you, as you know, you are you are forgiven at baptism, but um, you know there's still you, you mentioned still sometimes the sorrow and um, and I think that the grief the grief process is something that um, the Lord does continue to. Um, to work through, to help us to come to ever deeper healing of the wounds. And so uh, that's why I always encourage people, even uh, those like yourself who who know that they've been forgiven um, and have received a lot of healing. um, Sometimes it's good to, to, to do a Rachel's Vineyard retreat and just see if the Lord takes the healing to yet another level. Um, you know, so sure. there's it's a powerful weekend um experience of, of meeting Christ and, and encountering him and um uh, in a very loving environment. So yeah. I just like to encourage encourage you to to check into that. Yeah.
2: Christine, uh, God bless you. Thank you for calling in today. I'm going to tell you, I said it earlier in the program, that somebody needs to hear your story. Somebody needed to hear your story today. Yeah, we don't know who absolutely. it is, but somebody needed to hear hear the story. And again, you know, I use the term a lot about putting flesh on uh, some of the things we're talking about. But as we talk about post-abortion healing, Christine put some flesh on the reality and the beauty, the power of finding healing. Healing from the Wounds of Abortion. What an amazing story.
1: Yeah, tremendous. Um, and, uh, you know, God has blessed us over the different shows that we've done with uh, um, with, with some stories. But that,
2: uh, thank you, Christine, for sharing your story. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah, we really appreciate it. Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director, talking about post-abortion healing. Let's uh, head out to California. Loretta listening out there. Hi, Loretta. Welcome to The Inner Life today.
4: Hello, Chuck. Hello, Father. Well, I needed to share this. It's been many years. I'm 59 years old, and I had a one and only abortion when I was about 21, 22 years old. And I have to say that Our Lady, she guided me through the whole healing process. It's been many years. And when I joined the Legion of Mary and found out that it wasn't just a glump of tissue that I was told at Planned Parenthood and... um My husband actually drove me there. I I regretted it. I didn't want to go through with it, but I was told I had to still, and uh, because we were already there. And up until the time that I right before the procedure, and the doctor was right there in front of me. I said I don't want to do it, and I wasn't allowed to get off the table and leave. And I just want to let people know out there, men and women, that you can make that choice to not do the abortion, and you can, if you do, you do receive healing. And I just want to say that there needs to be more of an awareness where um, you, you, can, you can say no. You can ask for that help from a family member or, or or a clergy to help and guide you. I had no one to help me with that decision. And um, it's been a very long, long journey in, in the healing process. To this day, I still mourn. And it's struggling with uh, forgiving myself, which I have through confession and penance and uh, being very pro-life, supporting the pro-life movement. But through Mary, to Jesus, through Mary has been very, very helpful. And and, uh, I would have never been able to really find myself in that healing process if I hadn't gone to Our Lady to help me and guide me through the Legion of Mary. And I just want to share that and let everyone know that you can be healed. Our Lord does forgive us, and the fathers as well. We need to pray for those aborted children and ask for, abor- um, for those who are aborted and, and those who have been um, miscarried. I lost four, so I would have had 12 mm-hmm. children. I have seven living, and I have nine grandchildren, and I'm very grateful to God for his mercy. And um, I have prayed for baptism from um, those children that uh for that i lost and one that i boarded i pray for baptism in heaven and i know they're they're in the arms of mary and i trust all of them to her as i still entrust my children a daily basis that are alive here with me now on earth i entrust them always and surrender them to our lady and um Mm i i'm thankful that i had this opportunity to to share my story and i hope it brings comfort to someone out there that really needs the healing, and to know that they do have the choice to make the right choice, and know that God is with them and Our Lady at every step of the way through their through their process of, of um, healing.
1: Thank you, Loretta. Um, you, you mentioned still um, feeling grief sometimes, and and uh, you know maybe that it's something that for the rest of our of our lives that there's still. Some element of that, of of grief, of that loss, but um, that is precisely what the Rachel's Vineyard Retreat is about: is is that healing of that grief, bringing that to to the Lord. So that's something I would encourage you to do uh, as a as a follow through to like same to the last caller to go for the next level um, of healing. And uh, But thank you for sharing your story. Yeah. And during, during our retreats, we actually do, uh, in, you know, really entrust our children that we've lost to, um, to our Lord and to our Blessed Mother. And, and so uh, that, that is actually part of our, our retreat process, um, yeah. to, to hand them over and uh, declare that it, it's our wish that they, that they be in heaven, you know, that they be with the Lord. So um, thank you.
2: Yeah, Loretta. Thanks uh, so much. Uh, Father Ben Cameron is our spiritual director. We're talking about post-abortion healing today. Phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Toll free number 888-914-9149. What has been your experience of being healed from an abortion and how has Mary uh, helped you perhaps in uh, your healing journey? Toll free again, 888-914-9149. You can also email us, com. Stay with us. We'll be right back. More of your phone calls. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app.
0: You are struggling or searching for something more. If you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. Call now 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio.
2: Thanks for joining us, everyone. Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director. Father Ben, a priest with the Fathers of Mercy, now stationed in the Archdiocese of Louisville, where he is pastor of St. Helens Catholic Church and Our Lady of the Caves Catholic Church. We are talking about post-abortion healing. We're going to give you some resources here in just a minute. But if you'd like to join us in the time we have left, um, post-abortion healing, uh, your experience of that. Again, toll free if you'd like to join us, 888 914 Before we get back to the phones, just a real quick note here. If you are looking uh, to the upcoming elections with a little bit of uncertainty as a Catholic, uh, maybe you're unsure of how you should approach all of the issues and candidates, when Well, our executive director here at Relevant Radio, Father Rocky, has written a book about using your conscience to make informed and moral choices when voting. Now, don't worry, Father isn't going to tell you. Who to vote for? But he will provide clear, simple to understand Catholic t- teaching, and you can get your own copy of this brand new ebook. Vote your conscience. It's absolutely free, and it's a helpful guide to forming your conscience uh, in this election year. All you have to do is go to the website relevantradio.com/vote or sign up on the Relevant Radio app, and as soon as you fill out the form, your free ebook will be emailed to you immediately. In vote your conscience, Father. Rocky gives you valuable information about voting as a Catholic and explains the church teachings that we must understand and consider when choosing how to vote. So again, get your free copy, vote your conscience. You can do it today, relevantradio.com vote or sign up on the relevant radio app. And we invite you to do that right now father ben cameron our spiritual director before we get back to some phone calls give our listeners some resources we talk about rachel's vineyard there's a confraternity of our lady of mercy and uh, you certainly have some websites too but for somebody interested in looking uh, more into to finding uh, a way to to heal from from an abortion wound where can they go where can they find help
1: Okay, I would start with uh, org. That is the uh, international uh, website for Rachel's Vineyard. It's got uh, information about the retreats, got some testimonials, a lot of good resources, uh, also ways to find a retreat by date of retreat or by location. Um, also, so that's rachelsvineyard.org. Um, my Kentucky Rachel's Vineyard team uh, has a website, which has got a lot of good resources on it. And that that website is hopeafterabortionky.com. And that KY is for Kentucky.com. And um, and then for a follow-up for those who have received healing already, um, we have the Confraternity of Our Lady Mercy. And the easy way for that is olmercy.com ourladymercy.org, olmercy.org. And there's a, a lot of things about uh, holiness after abortion on that website.
2: Yeah, and uh, let's don't overlook uh, your local parish priest, uh, as we heard in one of our callers. Uh, you, Father Ben, one of our uh, wonderful priests, uh, very helpful, great way to begin the healing process. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, um, any priest who really values the sacrament of confession uh, who preaches the mercy of God uh, would be uh, would be a good one. I mean, there might be some priests who, who don't talk much about confession or seem to poo-poo it, and maybe that wouldn't be the one to start with. But anybody who preaches about God's mercy and God's love and and the confessional um, would be would be good. And, and yeah. most priests, I think, really want want that and and rejoice when they get to accompany somebody. Um, who is coming, uh, making a return to God.
2: Yeah. So. Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director, let's uh, head back to the phones. And Joseph, listening in San Diego, California. Hi and welcome. Good to have you on the program today.
5: Hi there. Thanks for uh, taking my call. Yeah, you um, bet. <clears throat> just wanted to share my share my personal story um, and helps that uh, maybe uh, it'll speak to some of the men out there. Um, and uh, I, uh, I did experience abortion uh, with my wife, uh, who is now my wife prior to our marriage. And um, you know I, I wish I look back at that time, and had I stepped up a little bit more and been more supportive of, of my wife and the situation we're going through, um, using Saint. Joseph as, as a model, I, I would have recommended a different course of action, and I think it would have had a different outcome. So my message or my my plea is for the men out there who are in a similar situation to really um, take a moment and pray on on that, pray on St. Joseph and, and the Blessed Virgin Mary, and, and that might help guide you to speak some truth into the situation and, and maybe have a different outcome. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to say that. I hope that might be helpful. And I also wanted to mention that I did go through Rachel's Vineyard uh, with my wife, and it was a... A wonderful um, uh, experience uh, for us. It helped bring us a lot of healing. Um, it's something that stays with you uh, forever and that you always want to give back and continue, you know, beyond your Rachel's journey experience, um, continue giving to help others. Uh, but I highly encourage um, Rachel's Vineyard as well for those who um, have experienced the trauma of abortion. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Joseph. Um, Appreciate that very much, and good insights about Saint Joseph too, because um, you know Saint Joseph is really the example of, of the man who stepped up into a difficult situation and 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 really provided and, and protected, and uh, and that's ultimately what all of us men want deep down, and uh, and so he is a great one to, for men to, for us men to turn to. When we find ourselves in this difficult situation, so thank you for yeah. bringing him into
2: this. Yeah, Joseph, uh, thanks uh, for joining us. We appreciate uh, we appreciate uh, having you on the program today, Father Ben Cameron, our spiritual director. Let's uh, stay in San Diego. Lisa, listening there as well. Hi, Lisa. Welcome. Good to have you on the Inner Life today.
6: Hi, thank you so much, and thank you, Father Ben, for all the work you do with Rachel's Vineyard. Um. I was not able to do a Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. I did a Rachel's Hope, which is kind of a spin-off. And just like you were saying, um, we were able to consecrate our babies to the Holy Family um, at the last day of the retreat. And that was such a beautiful thing to kind of release our our little ones into the love and care and nurturing of the Holy Family there in Heaven. So I I definitely recommend anybody who's post supportive to do a Rachel's Vineyard retreat, or Rachel's Hope if you're here in San Diego, because the healing you get from those women I'm on that weekend is, is there's nothing like it at all. And the sense of peace, you get one of the things that stood out to me the most at that retreat was, um, you know, I am the apple of God's eye, no matter what I've done, um, my my current husband, former partner. Um, We're living a very cardinal life. When we went through the decision to have an abortion, um, he was away from the church. I was away from the Lutheran faith. And, um, but God never, he never left us. And Joseph, thank you for sharing too, because I've had so many conversations with my husband and he said, oh my goodness, if I, if I only knew, if you only said something, if I only stepped up, you know, our lives would have been so much different But God and the Holy Spirit drew us together. We were not um, dating. We were not going out. We weren't boyfriend and girlfriend. And he just drew us together and didn't let us separate. And through, through little moments, I mean, my, my husband afterwards came across a man who was also at the clinic um, where we were at, and the man just said, "Oh my goodness, you were at that place, yeah." And my husband said, "Yeah, how's your girl?" And he said, "Oh, I'm so glad I'm done with that in a much more derogatory manner." And my husband was just like, "Oh man, I can't, I can't be one of those guys. I have to step up for her." And we were married civilly. Um, it pushed us to get married through the church. Confession is so awesome, so beautiful. I went through the RCA process and had a full confession um, with Father before receiving Holy um, Holy Communion and confirmation, but it was so rushed with everything else that I had on my plate that I didn't feel a full um, absolution. So I went again and made an appointment with another priest that I really liked, and that was the only thing on my soul that I, I just had to lay it bare, and he immediately gave me that card for Rachel Hope um and it's it's an ongoing process ladies this it's not one retreat one moment one moment of healing you kind of continually journey with that my husband and i lost another baby for um post preterm preterm labor at 16 weeks and you know there's there's physical things and emotional things depression regret um all sorts of stuff that God still has to work with so having a community having a priest a spiritual director is definitely helpful along the journey. And just thank you so much for bringing this to attention. And ladies, no matter where you were when that happens, no matter where you are now, you can always turn to God. I had a very um, neglectful childhood. Um, emotionally, I was abused um, as a four- and five-year-old and, again, as a 16-, 17-year-old um, sexually. So... You know, that led to where I was at But at any moment, you know, you can always turn to God. My parents weren't there. I didn't know who God was because I saw God through my parents and they were so flawed. But God is so much love and tenderness and He just wants to envelope you and take that sorrow, that shame away from you because you are the apple of his eye.
1: Thank you so much for, for sharing for sharing your testimony with us and um and that is a great thing for people to, to hear that each of you is an, the apple of God's eye, that God has um, a special plan and that, you know, he, he loves each of you so tenderly. And it doesn't matter um, what we've done. Uh, what really matters is where the Lord wants to take us. And are we going to go that journey with Him and receive that healing and that love? Um, that mercy that God wants to give us. So,
2: thank you so much yeah. for sharing. Yeah, Lisa, good to have you on the program today. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I want to get to an email. It's rather lengthy, but I let me see if I can just kind of give the uh, cliff notes a virgin, version here, uh, Father Ben. Uh, one of our emailers uh, just talking about going through, uh, you know, everything you've been talking about today. Going to confession. Uh, going to a Rachel's Vineyard retreat. Uh, know everything that you're saying, and knows uh, that. She has uh, been forgiven, but on a daily basis, still think about it, still emotional, still sad. And uh, just wondering, I'm uh, now volunteering at Rachel's Vineyard, she says, and feel like I should share my story or something, but does this pain ever go away? It's horrible. Do I have to feel this anguish forever?
1: Um, I don't know. A person... (laughs) Each each of us is 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 individually and different, and I can't say for, you know, each individual person. But I think that the more that we surrender the wound to Christ, uh, the more that we continue to unite it. And maybe this is this would for the lady who emailed, this is where you go to Mary at the foot of the cross, and you unite your grief, your continuing grief and pain, to Mary. And, uh, in her suffering. But Our Lady, Our Lady knew that there would be the resurrection. She knew that our Lord would rise again because she'd heard Him promise that. Um, but she still had the deepest grief. Um, one of the saints, like she said, are we more surprised at the compassion of Mary than we are at the passion of her son? Um, so I think going to Mary, because she not only is a model of, of grief, of, with grief, but she also is one who is a model of hope, and in uh, looking toward the final result, the final victory uh, that our Lord brings, and so uh, that's what I would I would encourage for for the person who wrote that that mm-hmm. email.
2: Yeah, and then Father Ben, she talks about volunteering at Rachel's Vineyard and uh, feel like I should share my story. Does sharing the story help in the healing?
1: For some people it does. Um, some people really feel like they need to keep the story to themselves. They they feel like there's good reasons that they shouldn't. But there are other people who um, find that speaking out, uh, even speaking out publicly, um, some people find that joining something like Silent No More uh, and, and giving that public witness is powerful in their own in their own journey yeah. of healing um, and may help somebody else who's in yeah. that situation. So well, that's not yeah. a great person to pray about.
2: Yeah, we have to wrap things up. I wish we had more time. Sorry we can't get to all of your phone calls today, just running out of time. Father Ben Cameron, we'd like to close uh, with a final blessing for all of our listeners.
1: May Almighty God, through the intercession of Our Lady of the Rosary, we celebrate tomorrow. Bless each and every one of you. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy
2: Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Ben Cameron, always a pleasure. Love having you on the program. And uh, the stories, uh, folks, uh, just uh, God bless you for the the honesty and uh, the healing that you're really sharing with other people. We do appreciate it. Stay tuned. We're celebrating Mass next, and uh, we are back again tomorrow. Hope to see you then.